Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the micro brew review. A twofer. This might become more common, actually. The three of us together. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Cousin Max be damned. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode 62. And this is a big day for us because it's our first real fireside chat. It's true. The fire might have died already, though. <laughs> Did oh. I just ruin it? <laughs> Is it too charming for you? Yeah. <laughs> Not the word you it's were thinking. Not the word I would have gone with. Uh, but it's something. Okay. Yeah. Too well, giddy? I don't know. We'll break you in. You'll like it. It'll be mm, fine. I don't know. <laughs> Come the summertime, you'll miss our fire times. So we have a new house. Yeah. That's why we have the uh, fireside chat going on right now. And, and that's the fireplace to chat in front Why of. it's been a while. Uh, we actually did record episode 62 in the middle of a snowstorm, and it didn't go over well it so didn't take it didn't take it was you know mother nature said it shall not be none shall pass so uh this is 62 take two. Oh, we're being very respectable i'm not driving i am never respectable this is just the first bottle i just want us to see how it portioned out okay don't worry folks we got a whole six pack plus two more to get through <laughs> so this is the yards episode. where are you going nowhere <laughs> Uh, we have Yard's Ale of the Revolution to begin with. It is Poor Richard's Tavern Spruce. Wait for it, Jason. It's <laughs> that is the smoke. That's what like I'm talking about. Like a scary about. little elf. <laughs> oh, oh, that's mean because I have to edit the elf sound. <laughs> um, we are starting with Poor Richard's Tavern Spruce. Oh, Mr. Richard. I was, I'm really anxious to smell this, actually. I wanted to know You're if you're anxious to smell it? Well, I want to know if you can smell spruce, which this time of year is a very prominent smell. Or streak. And it's got a, <laughs> got a picture of... Oh. Yeah, Ben Franklin <laughs> oh, on the ben side. Ben Franklin. Well, but it has, like, the spruceman cursive. <laughs> so I thought that it was going to say Benjamin Franklin, but it doesn't. It says authentic recipe. Oh, it doesn't say Benjamin No, <laughs> that's why I got really close to it. I mean, I was staring uncomfortably close at the side of the six-pack. But what I learned is that, as you know, if you do any reading about the history of beer in the United States, many of our founding fathers brewed. And so what Yards did was go back because, you know, George Washington's recipe is still around. Thomas Jefferson's recipe is still around because they employed brewers. So they recreated some of these authentic recipes that our founding fathers used. Hence, Ales of the Revolution. And this one, um, I don't know if it's actually Ben Franklin's or not, but it's got his face on the side of it. So what do we think? I actually really like it. I'd say it's good for this time of year. It's got, got a little, little bit of a spice yeah, to a it. Spice. Ooh. Yeah, and it's I got a good like, nose on it. I feel like this is what um, Sam Adams is trying for with some of his winter beers, like the spicier winter beers, and yeah. I just don't know if he achieves it quite the same way. Um, I like it. It's not. It doesn't scream clove and cinnamon and some of the holiday spices. Right. But it still is spicy, like in almost a, a natural kind of way. What would the spice be then? Could we say spruce or would that be an out? <laughs> I was just thinking, like the blue spruce of the Christmas tree. You know how some of them have like the little blueberries in them? Mm -hmm. I, 
forgot oh, your the skinny bears. boy. Yeah, no, like, no, they're not actually soft. They're hard, and they've got a really strong scent. I don't see things on plants and say, yeah, I want to eat that. I'm not. I'm saying smell it. Well, after doing a little research, folks, and by that I mean reading the side of the six-pack card. <laughs> hey, guys, we came prepared for today. <laughs> but in flux. Uh, this, is, uh, this is, in fact, after Ben Franklin's uh, Poor Richard's Tavern Spruce, based on Franklin's original recipe called for spruce essence and molasses. I could see well that. It's I could got see the molasses. brown warmth yeah. to it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. What would you call the, the nose on that? Don't say spruce, I already said that. I'd say uh, if you had, um, you know those trees that have little berries <laughs> on them? If you go oh, up yeah. in <laughs> Yeah, if you go, if you go up and you snip that tree, it, that's yeah, what that smells like. like. Look, yeah. guys, just because men don't do potpourri, I don't know what you're <laughs> Ah well. So we're in the middle of our third freakish December snowstorm. I know. I'm really excited. You were complaining so hard that winter wasn't going to happen. I was really nervous because it was like late November and I was wearing a T-shirt outside. I was like, this is <laughs> unseasonal. And then 48 hours later, I was ice skating in the backyard so yeah I'm winter uh, winter came a little nervous about <laughs> all over pennsylvania <laughs> as much of the northeast i suppose but yeah good time to have a fireplace yeah better or, time or be a skier to or have a snowman builder fire a snowman builder i wanted that, that to be i want those to cool? be one of those occupation picker things when you're growing up you know they have you fill in <laughs> all the things very well as a snowman builder <laughs> Like, I only like to work part-time, enjoy cold weather. I love carrots. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that Own last night. Own a corn night. cob pipe. Because we are surrounded by farmland. And uh, I grew up riding... You could build the most enormous snowman ever. I want you to build a snowman taller than a house because you have so much fields and snow to do it with. You I feel get a like... Crane. A crane. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. You really... You're thinking this through. So yeah. I like the ones, I've seen them going along the highway where you have the uh, gigantic hay bales. And uh, like when it snows on those hay bales, you end up, and they stack them in the shape of a snowman. And then it snows and it covers them up. And I then, have not seen this. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, along the side of the road. So I've seen like the single mound hay. When we were, re no, I think the last time I was returning to our townhouse in Virginia which is in a development which is very tiny and tight because it's you know DC and so there's no room for anything it was a snow day the government was closed schools were closed it was about three o'clock in the afternoon so you know the sun was shining and people were out playing and all of that and I saw the trunk of a car that had a snowman like a good 12-inch snowman built That's on the adorable. back and I thought and that's the difference between, you know, the country where you could build one the size of, you know, a skyscraper. I you were going to say there was like a, a snowman arm sticking out of a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> they have, have those. Awesome. They had that for, uh, saw that for Halloween. They had a yeah, hand yeah. sticking out of the trunk of the car. It's driving <laughs> along. It's flapping around. That's terrifying. It was not pleasant. Also, Are I... Are you sure it was a decoration? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a, the right time to move a body without people asking. Yeah, right? That's true. Yeah. I save all my killing for all the time. <laughs> That's so creepy. Sipping your pumpkin beer. <laughs> Get the chainsaw. <laughs> What's creepy is how like adorable it was when you said that. 
Um, get the chain. Get my the brother chain. yesterday, because we've never had a fire ever. Just he's twenty one, and we've never had a house that can have an, we being Don't me you live in him a farm us. Country? Shouldn't there just be chimneys everywhere? Yeah, there should be. But I lived in the small town version of farm country, so we weren't on a farm. We were in the town, and uh, I said we can finally start a fire because you know we're from 2013. We went online to Amazon and we ordered ourselves the the fireplace accessories. And he said, "Can I be honest? I've always wanted to feel how heavy one of those was." And I said, "Just don't, you know, try to nice. kill like somebody the, with the, the picker." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like he just got this glint in his eye, and I got a little nervous. I'm like, oh. Well, it really depends on the quality that you're picking up. We have some nice wrought iron ones. So they got some heft to them. Yeah, they're also a nice, elegant design. I think. Elegant and hefty. So if you're yeah. gonna commit murder, at least you do it with style. Still gotta do it with class. <laughs> Took a dark turn. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it's not the Halloween episode, guys. It's getting to the holiday episode. <laughs> is this gonna be? Uh, is this gonna be our Christmas episode? I hope not. No, this can't be our <laughs> Christmas episode. Well, what is next week? You're working. I'm a little worried about that. I don't know. We'll have a holiday episode before the end of the year. It just might be the 29th or something. Uh, it could be like a holiday, not like a... It could be like a New Year's slash Christmas slash... You could do like the McKellar Christmas and the Infidium and stuff like that or something. Yeah. There you go. And I really want to try that beer that I mentioned. So I tweeted about that and the feedback I got was not good. Oh, really? The Dreamweaver yeah. plus the Mad Elf. Okay. Yeah. They, um, the feedback I got was that it's overrated and both beers are better alone. Interesting. I would still like to try it. I kind of want to try it. Dreamweaver mixed with a mad elf. Dreamweaver. So do you actually mix them together, or does it go like a black and tan? Like a black and tan. Like a black and tan. Well, yeah, because the mad elf is just so much more delectable. Dense is what I was gonna say. Whatever. How do you? So I'm I'm not versed in how to create these drinks. Do you pour the thicker one in second along the side of the glass to make it fill up, or do Uh, you pour the lighter one on top of the other? Pour the tan first and the Guinness on top. So the, the Guinness but then the Guinness sinks to the stay bottom. On top, right? The Guinness goes down. Right. It stay, it, it'll, when you get it, you can see there's like a fairly clear line between the two. And then as you drink it, it kind of starts to mix a little bit. Unlike a Corona Rita, which basically just sits there. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> I almost I've made the professor. I've never seen a spit take before. That was epic. <laughs> Do Jason, a spit take. Long distance high five. That Thank was you. awesome. Almost, guys. <laughs> almost got me there. <laughs> It's just like this slow second to process the word Corona Rita, which just sounded ridiculous. And then I thought about it, and I was just—I almost couldn't handle it. You haven't seen those? They have them at Chili's. I've I've seen of them, heard of them, seen photos. I don't know. Of all of the random glass, I hate having things in my kitchen that only have one purpose. I might be willing to buy a couple of the little slings. Well, no, like my mother tried to give me a. Uh, coffee grinder. All it does is grind coffee. I currently have a blender that also like has different size attachments and I can grind my coffee in that blender. Okay. So I would rather have a blender that also grinds coffee than something that only grinds coffee. Does that Interesting. Make sense? I guess. I just, I don't like clutter. And so if you only do one thing, unless that thing is exact, like I have a fondue pot that I happen to only melt chocolate in, but if I really wanted to have fondue night, a bottle opener, different story. And it's two kinds of bottle openers. <laughs> Look at that, though. There's I the like one on the, the top, and there's the one on the back. 
That's two like, kinds that, of bottles right there. For proof, all the professor did was just hold up the bottle opener <laughs> that he was already holding. You didn't even argue <laughs> back. You just let the bottle opener argue for you. But it does it so wonderfully. <laughs> Such a simple task. You, yeah, could, you could have a Swiss army knife instead. But you could puncture the there. lid of a of like a chocolate syrup can with that thing too, because exactly. it's got the little pointy. Chocolate syrup cans. Nobody, uh, but you could do it. Okay, so it's a good Feasible. zombie apocalypse tool. Exactly. You can open beans and bottles. <laughs> I did grow I don't, up. I don't I, know about the beans. <laughs> I grew yeah. up on Juicy Juice, which came in a can. We used those a lot. Yeah, you had to like double open it. Yep. So it could so pour it could freely. Vent, yes. Vent. Interesting. <laughs> and then, and then uh, 45 years later, Coors caught on and made the little can that does have, uh, little has the little thing. tab thing. Yeah. Coors and Juicy Juice. That's the noise totally that it makes whenever, thing. yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Every time. That's amazing. So can we talk about our recent beer dinner that was just exceptional? Wh which one? Um, <laughs> the media dinner that we did for oh, yeah. the mainline dish. I liked them both. I did. <laughs> for different reasons. Okay, that's true. Let's go back a few days before we get to mainline dish, which isn't even that. They're bigger than that now. They're <laughs> <laughs> this is only funny because Ian knows the joke and we oh. didn't tell you the joke yet. Yeah. Um, Wait, I thought we weren't allowed to say this. I, we did not sign a confidentiality We're not talking group. about anything right now. No. Me media dinner. Um, Just happened on a Monday, Monday ago. Monday, yes. Um, so Mainline Dish is also like Westchester Dish, which is also Exton Dish, and now they just have a big blanket company called like, um, yeah, I forget. You're welcome. I've, I've Thank been you, Tevin Spruce. I've been on their website. <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, tweet us. It's on. We're we're following them on Twitter, uh, but it's great because this whole area, basically southeastern Pennsylvania, it's a group of about a dozen. Just like the main line and the suburbs, kind of immediately after it. Yes, and they are doing a great job of highlighting where to eat and drink, where to go for fun, depending on you know if it's a holiday event or um, you know you can follow their pub crawls and all that. It's, I would follow their pub crawls. Yeah. Just I listening to them talk about all the events they've been to, I was a little jealous. <laughs> I was like, I want to go to those things, too. I want to get invited to go drink at places. That implies you're going to write about it, and that's where it all uh, unwinds. We could talk about it here. That's worth mentioning, right? Definitely. Guys, invite us to your stuff for free. They actually have a <laughs> podcast. They have a weekly podcast that Do says they? we're looking for guests. I thought we should volunteer to be on that. We should totally be on that. Especially if it involves bringing food or beer or both. We could totally get up on Let's that. Let's go with the beer. Nobody wants to eat on a podcast. <laughs> no, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Jason hates it when we like smack our lips. I can only imagine if we were chewing in the microphone. Like, yeah, that's one of the things the listeners tend not to hear because I edit most of them out if I can. <laughs> or Which usually just diminishes it on the one mic and then the other ones still pick it up. So you just right. get, a, get a little smack. <laughs> exactly. Little smack. That, that sounds that was like... That for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good nickname. <laughs> hey, hey, little smack. So we <laughs> we're Italian now. <laughs> we sort of upped our game for that dinner, knowing how how well they eat, how much they get to eat out at restaurants. We wanted to impress them, and uh, we no kind of nailed it in terms of we made a vertical pear salad that still excites me. I cannot get enough of it. Um, probably gonna have to put a recipe Beautiful online looking. because delicious. Next time you have like a mother-in-law over or you want to impress a boy or something, like this was not a super hard dish, but it definitely said. I gotta be honest. 
it looked great. I don't know that I would be like, oh, what a beautiful pear salad that you've made for me <laughs> as a boy that you were like trying to impress. That's saying something because you're even walking the line of. See, but I feel like it would work the other way. I feel right. like as if a guy, you was made like, hey, that I made you this beautiful pear salad. She would be like, oh my goodness. Oh, tee hee. But yeah. And then faint because <laughs> this is 1922. <laughs> 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 oh, That's how it played out in my say. head. Yeah, like Scarlett O'Hara style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm with you. <clears throat> All right. So, gentlemen, I will get you. There's only, I think, six ingredients in this pear salad, so you too can make it. Is pear one of them? It is. Whoa, whoa! I'll You're tell you what, though, that's probably secrets. the most difficult ingredient there is in there, and I mean that because pears are such a fickle fruit. They're like, they're like rocks until the day that they're perfectly ripe, and then like an hour later, they're just like a pile of mush. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but I just, but I. Why? <laughs> you were a perfect pear a moment ago, and now you're rotten. I like to poach pears. I do like a, I do like a perfect pear. Dessert. A perfect pear? Yep. Oh, your face. You're so proud of you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas. Someone write this down. You're finally getting your whiteboard. It just has to happen. Oh, I want a whiteboard. Oh. Let's get the whiteboard. Maybe it can live if I, here I now. could write it down on something if I had a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good because when the episodes get really kind of raucous. Yeah, sometimes they travel a lot and there's points that we want to make and we can pass it around. That's true, but I was just going to say. naughty photos. Sometimes at the end, we just roll over the party once we turn off the microphones. Right, it would and we be can good. recap. It would be good to be able to remember in the morning what it was that we came up with. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of my best ideas late at night over some beers, and then I wake up the next day, and I'm like, what was I talking about last night? Pretty sure it was some good ideas, but... I'm baby tomatoing. You sure are. Tell me about this beer while I finish my tavern spruce. So, I haven't had a lot of the uh, the Yard's large format beers. Which this is why their, I bought them, because I was so excited to see them. They're Trouble the Yard's. Don't have to pull, I, Is I it guess, spelled like trouble? trouble? No, it's... T-R-U-B-B-E-L. Trouble. Oh. Triple double. Triple double, exactly. Ah. This is their triple double ale. 9.3% like that. The uh, Tavern Spruce was just a wimpy little 5%, but still pretty delicious. And also, from its time period, you know, that seems to... There weren't a lot of big beers back then, I don't think. More. So, uh, so I don't understand what a triple double is. I don't think any of us do. Because... Triples are a Belgian style, and doubles are a Belgian style, so this is two different Belgian styles that are... Trouble de Yards is brewed in the Belgian monastic tradition with aromas of biscuit, chocolate, and caramel. The spiciness of a triple, the maltiness of a double. If they pour this Contemplate off... Contemplate and enjoy. I mean, that's, that's got a lot of potential if they pulled it off. Well, if you ever caught up, you can find out for yourself. <laughs> I have to tell you something. Okay. Jason. Why do you always have like the longest stories to tell when you're the one that needs to <laughs> You're like, oh, let me talk real quick. <laughs> I don't mean quick. Uh, so Jason definitely and appropriately used the schmurschmur today. Yay. I was so proud of him. I don't remember how. Almost got her. Twice, I know. <laughs> Whoa. Uh -huh. If we're keeping score, you're, like you're almost winning. Almost two for two. I'm there almost, yeah. There's no spit take that's There's actually no actual spit yet. No, like, what did I schmurschmur? 
You don't even remember. It doesn't matter. No, I don't think it matters. It's just part of the vernacular. It's just something you say. It's something you do. It just rolls off the tongue. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which... I said, how many did you mean? And you said something. I said, I didn't hear you. How many? And you just go, shmur, shmur. I said, yay! I cheered. It was great. Pretty sure that's not how the story went. But wait, you know, believable fake story. (laughs) Just going to sit here and drink my dad. That's a great idea. (laughs) Speaking of... uh, Schmurschmur and fake words. Uh, the word Jean often comes up, and I don't like know. it's a Jean, like J E A N. J A W N. I've never heard of that word. Uh, it's it's kind is of. Is that a city word? It is a city word. Um. It's a Philly word, and a lot of people hate it. And I only like it because uh, it's it's well used at at uh, Jose's all the time. They'll What's even put it, it on their menu, uh, like some trivia Jean. Like you just, it's just like a thing. No, that doesn't help at all. I know. Act it out. I can't act it out. <laughs> okay. It's just a thing. Draw it. No. If I had a whiteboard. <laughs> it would say J A. So how do they use it on the menu, for example? Well, it's like Joe Gunn's trivia, Jean. Like event? Yeah. But it doesn't mean event. It means kind of whatever you want it to mean. It's just like that word that you put in. Kind of like schmur is like a random number. Uh, so or we a should very go. Specific number that we should go really to matter. the John, and on the first question, we should answer. Let's go, let's go check out that that club John down the road. That's it works. It doesn't mm. make any sense, no, but it works. No, it doesn't. Mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna argue it doesn't. That's okay. So tell, uh, how long have you known about this word? Ages. I don't know. Since at least like. You obviously High don't school. use it all the time. Nah, it kind of went out of style, which is why I appreciate that Jose's is still using it. They're like bringing it back. I enjoy it. He's really proud of this, and it's just not working for me. I'd like to take this opportunity <laughs> to uh, mention that I don't like triples. <laughs> Every time I'm on the podcast, doubles? we do triples. Yeah, I do Because this is both. Fill me up, buddy. Pretty please. Well done. Thanks. Actually, wow, I kind of enjoy this. You do not, though. Mm-hmm. It's a triple. I just don't enjoy no, the whole not. triple. No, it's not. It's only half a triple. It's like one and a half or It really is kind of half of a triple. Or a double triple? I don't know. What is just a double? See, I hear double, a and I think double, double IPA. No, Which is yeah, not this at all. Not at all. No, a Belgian double is dark. The Chimay Red. Red. Doesn't help you at all, does it? No. He's like, Chimay, what's that? Um, it's dark. It's it has a to be like a little caramelly, smoky, more malty. Malty for sure. Usually it's a white creamy head. There is, an, I don't think there's anything about a double and a triple in common other than the unfiltredness, maybe. Maybe a little wheat heavy. See, but it's sweeter than. It's say... got a way. This is the color of a double. You know how triples are light and champagne-y? Yeah. This is the color of a double for sure. This is the head of a double for sure. Mm-hmm. I haven't tasted it yet. Yeah, it's got, it's very that sweet. That smells like burnt caramel. It's got the malt of a Guinness, but then it's so sweet. Is it the sweetness? But it's kind of like a berry sweetness. Uh, yeah, like I don't. Fruit. Yeah. Not berry. Which I don't like with the malt. It doesn't what? go well Fruits for me. Fruits are berries. Yeah, but not all fruits are berries. True. Just the ones that are on those trees. If you go <laughs> sniff them, they're amazing. <laughs> What are they called? They're, um, uh, not juniper. Uh, <laughs> Would one say maybe blue spruce? Chestnut? No. No. 
No. Uh, I'm just going through the streets of Philadelphia right now. Oh my god, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Walnut? No? No. Sansom. <laughs> no. Ramstead. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I was reading an article about it was like the twelve most overrated and underrated foods that cities are known for. Cheese steaks, soft pretzels? Yeah, exactly. Soft pretzels are actually pretty delicious. But they're like they're and you really can't get them anywhere else. Which I didn't realize. I love pretzels. Go and like especially when you have like the perfect soft pretzel where it's got like, in my opinion, this is the perfect one where it's got like a nice kind of crunchy on the outside, uh, or at least it's like you have to kind of like snap and, into yeah. it, but then the inside. But not is just because like it's cold and dough. stale. Right. I hate when they sell them fresh cold and on warm. the street corner. Mm. Yeah. Love it. So one <clears> of them actually was a drink. It was a, like a a liqueur that's not very well known, but making a comeback, especially in Philadelphia. And so the example that they used was the Chinese laundromat place. Hopsing laundromat? Yes, Hopsing. We it. still have to go there. We do. So I clicked on the link after reading about this and thinking you it sounds what awesome. It's the hop oh, the drink? No, but I could pull or the, the article back up. And uh, the first thing it said, like the Hopsing just loads a letter. And it, they picked a great font, so it looks handwritten. And it basically says, we traveled the country. They did, I think they were on the road like six months and they did something like 215 bars in 180 days to try. Sounds dangerous. Right? And delightful. Because they were, I hope they were trying that. to pick their favorite elements of all of these well-known bars and bring them back to Philly mm -hmm. and create one amazingly memorable experience. Well, their goal was to make a great drinking establishment that was underrated and under the radar and all of that and they said okay we have to be honest we were not expecting all this publicity we are blowing up like crazy we don't want your expectations we don't we were our biggest fear is that you'll be disappointed like please don't even come here until you read this letter and sort of put things back in check we're still only human we can only do what we do you know we're going to make you the best possible drink and give you the best possible service but that's all we're capable of right um, and then I kept <coughs> clicking and I couldn't, there was like, there was no actual website. The only thing on the Hopsing Laundromat's website was this letter. <laughs> there was no way to get like the hours, the location right. or the menu or none of it. It was just this letter. I wonder if that has anything to do, uh, I remember when Matt was uh, on our podcast, he was saying that he, he had some really great drinks there and the place was super cool, but he had a little tough time getting service. And I'm wondering if maybe it's a case of one of those places that kind of expanded too quickly. They weren't and ready. And unintentionally. Yeah. Um, where they basically, he was saying, you know, the guy basically opened a bar for himself to be, hey, I, I would like to drink here. And apparently, which always seems to be the key. Every time you read about these like brewers that were like, oh, I tried doing all this kind of stuff. And then I just decided I was going to beer, brew beer that I like. Yeah. And then, and then we got really popular. And it's like, okay, so clearly the beer you like is good beer. Right. Um, but there's so also it, a passion that goes into it, I think, when you're doing it that absolutely. way. Absolutely. Because you're really invested in it when you're like, okay, I need to tweak this because I need to change the flavor X, Y, Z, as opposed to, you know, I don't really like this type of beer or it's not my favorite. Right. And the recipe says to change it this way if it's too blank, Y, Z, you know, all that stuff. I only taste double, really, in this. I get very little triple. I get the roastiness. I get the warmth. The, it really does taste like a burnt caramel to me. What's this one called again? Yards? Trouble the Yards. Triple Double. Trouble the Yards. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Why do you ask? Um, just because I can't see the label. I saw that it was turned and I saw that it was also Yards. All three are Yards today. All three, right, okay. It's oh, that's a nice little day. festive. Uh, it is. Yeah. 
Also, I think uh, we we bought these a while ago, and we were going to podcast with them. I'm kind of glad we waited, because so far these two have been very wintry, winter, yeah. winter appropriate. Well, then part of it, I cannot remember where I bought these, but Yards doesn't often do the large formats that I see. I, I see the six packs all the time, and a lot of different varieties. And I, mm -hmm. um, we also we did a Yards beer for our Pittsburgh. The winter warmer? No, that was Weyerbacher. No, yeah. We, because we decided we did a taste of Philly in Pittsburgh. So we did the pulled pork with the broccoli rob and the sharp provolone. And then we picked a Yards beer to pair with it. I think it was the Poor Richards. Are there any beers that uh, go really well warmed up? Because like, you, you can mull like a spiced oh, wine or something. Like, like actually warmed. You just said winter warmer and it got me thinking. That is a thing. I've talked about this or I've read about it. Can you remember if you were reading or talking? No, I can't. It was a long time ago. And I tend to talk to myself a lot and I also read out loud sometimes. It's weird. Uh, Learning so much about you I right know. now. You're doing good, Jason. You got this. What? You're, I'm you're not fierce. the little tomato. You're the little tomato. You're behind me. <laughs> Guys, it's not a race. Oh, it's a race. Oh, it's totally a race. <laughs> oh, now she's chugging. That's not fair. <clears throat> Good job at chugging without making uh, noise. Now I know it's that the first there's a lot of beer that's noisy. That's why I have to keep going uh, once I start. <laughs> <laughs> Were you saying something? Not at all. Were you reading out loud? I was. I, I was missed reading it. out loud in my mind. <laughs> so now there's a lot of beer cocktails, and I'm trying to think of where I thought that. There's also uh, they're called shrubs. I don't like those. <laughs> oh. Well, not when you chug it. Beers. Most beers aren't meant to be chugged. Let's. Can we throw that out there real quick? Cold beers, like ice cold shipped cold beers they should be chugged because they're awful right it tastes like maple syrup in the back of my throat yeah that's what i said it's really sweet i'm surprised why you haven't you mentioned that before so much yeah. i don't she understand does. why do you hate breakfast why do you hate good things <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my soul why can't you just enjoy pancakes with maple syrup and bacon i had bacon and waffles this morning with peanut butter on them with do you peanut like butter on them <laughs> do you like any syrup like real maple syrup. How the can you not like that? The sweetest thing I've ever found that I am okay with is uh, apple butter. And I can put that on pumpkin pancakes. <laughs> I feel like you just lost a little respect for what me. About, what about Nutella? Nutella is great, but Nutella is not like a breakfast food. I mean, sure oh, I'm pretty sure it's like specifically a breakfast food. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to Europe? Yeah. Have you been to Paris? Like That's not what they eat. Every time we like go out anywhere See, for Jason, breakfast, Parisians it's just like pieces scary. of bread and Nutella. And they're like, Happy breakfast, and we're like, "What is this? Where are some eggs and stuff? We're oh. hungry. We're American." No, I do. I love European <laughs> breakfast. Is that an inherent trait of being American? <laughs> we're hungry. I love going European breakfast. Even in Africa, breakfast was better because it was all it was bread and cheese and yeah, but carbs meat. is like one of the worst things to eat early in the morning. Protein's good. Says the guy Bananas whose favorite breakfast food is pancakes. What do you think? No, pancakes when's are? the last time I had pancakes? I I'm not My saying. My favorite breakfast food is eggs. I love pancakes, but like every time I go out, I'm always like, ooh, pancakes or eggs, pancakes or eggs. I'm going to get the eggs. Because they're a dollar a dozen. Yeah, but they're just so like, when you go out, like especially if you're going out for like brunch, like when we were in New York, I got that crazy, I got like eggs and, and barbecued meat. He doesn't remember anything else on the plate. It was just, it was eggs. And meat. It was great. Did you come I over for one of our breakfasts? Yeah. Shannon made waffles this morning, but we were going to do pancakes. 
and eggs well, and thick cut bacon. Maybe I'll get invited over for breakfast one day. I, I make a killer brunch, and rumor has it. I thought there was it. pretty much a standing invitation. More likely, invitation. I'm going to come out here and get really drunk and just sleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, that you guys are so much closer, uh, it might be happening more often. Yeah. And you have a lot of champagne, so. I do have a lot of champagne. I'll bring the OJ, and we're right, we're around farms. We'll have peaches when they're fresh and in season. Love that. I love peaches in my champagne. Uh, what I about pears, though? Ooh. You should plant Perfect a pear tree. Pear. We have a we couple. Could, we could plant a little. Wait, aren't pear trees? What's the tree that's really bad for bees? Like there's a there's a tree that attracts bees. Like I crazy. have a double headache bad right now. Bad for them or bad? No, bad because they attract them and they just swarm around them. Well, maybe I would rather maybe a pear or an have apple bees. Or you know, it would be kind of cool because if you could get one of those and like plant it in your neighbor's yard, and then when you have <laughs> barbecues all the bees. and stuff, it just be like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why there aren't any bees around here. Meanwhile, your neighbor's like running through the backyard. <laughs> if we had an album cover, that face you just made would have been on it. Your whoops fit. Yeah, that was that was pretty epic. If I think there well, might there might be an emoticon that makes that face. No, no emoticon. Uh oh, our bird friend is back. I was gonna say, so our far bird, all we have is. is a pet bird. Jason named him Fred this morning. Yes. So we have a bird that nests right outside the big front window of our new place. There's a tree right there, and his nest is oh. Uh -oh. And there was a gigantic bird that, that just, just showed up. just ate it? No. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, this uh, Fred is a little bird. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Fred. Rest in it's peace. It's been nice. We knew you for so short of a time. Oh, it's like the talking dead. Oh. But first, let's say goodbye to some of our walkers from this evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this bird Walker. comes in the morning and uh, lands right in front of the window and just starts pecking at the window. Like It's like knocking, and it can be really disconcerting. Idiots. Uh, this bird, yeah, might be a little mentally challenged, <laughs> but uh, it's been three weeks now. Yeah, this I'm bird sure it's every been day. Here often. Yeah. Birds are stupid though. They like don't understand the concept of glass, or at least like a see-through object that I He's can't. He's smart get enough through. to know it's warmer in here than it is out humans, there. A lot of humans. A lot of humans don't get it either. So let's be honest. <laughs> I've seen some funny videos. <laughs> so um, we're having some problems with the heater so we have had to move the air mattress into several different rooms to sleep and on saturday morning we see, were see i think it's cute how particular <laughs> you guys are about sleeping because i think i could sleep on top of the heater and go <laughs> off well it would just be like a little like like warm for me but i would still be able to sleep there the noise would not affect me <clears throat> so well my mother thought we were crazy too until she was here alone one night and apparently she thought it was haunted. She was just done for. She's like, oh my God, I thought someone was breaking in and gonna murder me. And that was even before we had the fireplace well, that's accessories. So, um, I kind of like this beer. Good, because be I don't. And I'm pretty sure Jason doesn't. So it's all yours. It's on, Jason. It's on. You, you chugged and you're still behind me. <laughs> that's how bad this one. So I don't know, do I win or lose this one? It almost tastes like root beer. Excuse me, that was loud. Root beer? I don't, well, I, can I get some of the tinniness. Like that molasses. Uh, like a root beer barrel that you left on the radiator or something. Like <laughs> melted in one? your pocket. What? Yeah. Do it's they taste warm. different when they're melted? I want to try this. Sorry, going back about 10 minutes. I want to try the uh, warm warming, beer thing. Warming beer, yeah. No, I want to look into that because I do remember seeing something and... I, I have all those mulling spices for the wine. Could we do that? Could we kick up no, some that, beer? No, there's actually like warm beer recipes. 
that exist in history and I nature. Don't even talk to me about it. <laughs> you nature. haven't infused any beer since we got the French press. That's true. Yeah, we need to I do that. I haven't even seen your French press. It's pretty awesome. Jason got like the c drink a community size. Like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean that the entire uh, cast of community can Is that a new unit it? of measurement that we're doing now? Is that yes. A new and it depends on if it's a Shannon community or an Ian community, because Ian lives in a big community and Shannon lives in a small community. So, like, two cups, <laughs> apparently. So, no, okay. It depends on if Fred's coming over or not. I think that'd be a really cool thing for a beer dinner because nobody does it. So being able to have that as part of a course would be a really neat well, idea. We should start experimenting more so we can find really good combinations. Yeah, but I it would have do to like be lavender in winter. A light I think. Beer. I don't know that it would work during the summer. I think it would work great during the summer. Why is that? The, well, so you're see, talking I'm about different things. Warmer. You're talking about infusing, and he's talking. I'm about talking about warming. Warm. Oh yeah, we're definitely talking about heat. <laughs> I was watching <laughs> it happen in I front of see. me. Infusing would be great, getting some fruit flavors in there. Well, yeah, but the French press we could also use. Yeah, no, to the warming stuff for sure. Get some spice or something like that added. Fall. Yeah, fall and winter. Yeah. Yeah. Spring maybe at the beginning. You want to sit in a hot tub and have a little mulled beer? Sure. Better than mulled beer. What's the definition of mulled exactly? I think it means spiced. Okay. It doesn't. Uh, it's not like I it has made to that cook up right, right now though. Oh, okay. So I shouldn't <laughs> actually. I shouldn't take that as a fact until I Wikipedia. But it. I'll be making it on Tuesday. Are so you? I am. Beer or wine? Wine. Okay, well that's different. Is it? You said what's the definition of mold? Oh, okay. Go on. Tuesday, tell us more. Tuesday, I'm having a little dinner party based off the Game of Thrones book cookbook. Book cookbook. Cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found a bunch of recipes in there that I like, and I'm cooking for, I don't know, whoever shows up. Hey, uh, everybody, show up on show, Tuesday. Show up on Tuesday, won't have enough food. <laughs> RSVP. <laughs> uh, also, really the podcast will be posted then. So, yeah. and one of the uh, recommended beverage pairings is a mulled wine, which I've never actually made, even though you bought me a bottle of wine with mulling spices two years ago, at least. It's yeah, well, more, we've only yeah. known each other about that long. Uh, so, yes, I am looking forward to it, and I think it'll—I think it'll be like my intro beverage for when people show up. Have a nice little. What did they serve at um, Asia's party? Oh my god, everything was delicious. Well, I know, but the warm beverage that oh, was in it. Oh, it was like a rum cider? I don't know. It wasn't know. a hot toddy, I didn't drink was it. it? It might have been hot toddies. It was really good. I was just drinking wine. It was so cold out also, that night. Also, there was a lot of beer that I had before I showed up. Also, the food was amazing. It was all real. I don't know if Jason would have survived that dinner party for a myriad reasons. Um, it was all healthy. Everything about it was straight up. Almost no protein. Well, um, no meat. No meat. Uh, very little butter or like anything heavy for the cooking. Very flavorful though. But everyone had like a heaping plate full, and it was all yeah, real like squash in three different kinds. And I felt really good about it. I want like I wish I were. I don't. Know, I w I just want to eat there all the time. It was so good. I'm I'm feeling threatened for my dinner party because hers was so good and mine is the follow-up one. And since we're talking about dinner parties, let's rewind three days before the media dinner party and discuss our very lively, rainy dinner party. Dinner party. 
rainy, did you say? It was so cold and rainy. Don't you remember? Oh, it was raining. Yeah. So here's the best part. It took us to Harrisburg. We went to a place called Arugas, which is like the silliest name in the world when you write Arugas. it out. Arugas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what it is. But we never get anywhere for happy hour. And because it was central Pennsylvania, it was fantastic. Everything was like $1.50. I got margaritas for $3.50. And they were making them fresh. I got Mad Elf. Three bucks? On tap? $3.50 on tap, yeah. Nice. It was like a big old Even though they tap. said that that one wasn't one of the uh, happy hour specials, but I got it anyhow. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's your poll as the professor. You walk into a place and they're like, oh, happy hour special for you, sir. Well, no, they actually said, I said, I'll take, they said, oh, it's happy hour. Everything's half price. And I said, I'll take a Mad Elf. And they go, oh, except for that one. And I was like, all right, I'll take it anyhow. And it was still half price. It makes the trip to Harrisburg worthwhile. Yeah, being able to go out to... I mean, meeting the people is always great, and, you know, like, having fun with folks is always awesome. And this is even more cool for me, at least, is that we this is the second dinner we did in that same neighborhood. You know, like, Yeah, they're, like, blocks away. However, we didn't know Arugas was there the first time. The second True, time, we only. got to have a, a right proper... It's sad, because we spend all night cooking for other people and forget to eat ourselves, so we've learned... I'm always very hungry. (laughs) But I'm also very tired, and I have to wake up very early, so I'm just like, screw it, I'm just going to go to bed. So it was a a very fun trip to Harrisburg. So Harrisburg, call us. We want to do some more, because we want to find out what other treats you have to offer. And on my way home, I drove right by Troves, though they were very close by that point in time. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's our last? What's our last yards? The last yards is. I need to. I need to stall for like three more sips. <coughs> well then, allow me to read. I might win. The, oh shoot! Hold on. You I'll talk. read aloud. Oh my goodness! Stop it with here. Finish mine real quick. No, you can't make me. So this whole beer seems to be a very interesting run on theirs. I don't know. It is their uh, cicada indigenous ale. It is brood number two. Brood like a brood of. Evil. B R O O D? Yeah, that's the one. Starcraft. Okay. Mm-hmm. For um, Brood War. Halo. Okay. Right? The little pod things that you had to kill? Weren't they broods? I don't know. I don't know Halo very well. Hmm. Here's the first uh, time for everything. It's okay. So it's basically it's about the cicadas, but uh, a hoppy indigenous ale, cicada is brewed with local wildflower honey a classic Belgian yeast strain, and a hop variety so new it hasn't even been named yet. Wow, that's cool. A strong malt backbone and intense earthy and citrus notes make this amber-colored ale a buzz-worthy brew. <laughs> I like that. So it is a Belgian-style India pale ale yes. brewed with honey. Yes, I do. Well, it's cicada year, right? Wasn't this the cicada year? I thought this was a cicada but year, I really didn't but they, hear it. they bailed on it. They were like, never mind. We're good. We saw a bunch of them. Did you? Yeah, we saw a bunch of them at the house. They're gross looking. <laughs> Is it because we started geocaching? Is that when we found them? Mm, no, they were in the parking lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we're so classy. Yeah. So I got this because I grew up in Pennsylvania. And I, I mean, it was always a big thing when it was cicada year. Oh, yeah, in case you guys 17 were. 17 years. In case you guys were wondering, uh, I definitely beat the beer mistress. She was the little tomato know, yet again. Look at I'm so ready. Uh, how regional are cicadas? Are they everywhere? I don't know that. But or is this like an East Coast like... Here's the other reason I got them is because I yeah, love Terry Goodkind. And one of, one of Goodkind's sort of truth books was built around the cicadas. Like every prophecy he had had something to do about the year of cicadas. Um, 
which I think that was the first time I ever saw the word written out because I remember going, oh, that's how you spell that. Um, yeah, I don't think I would know how to spell cicada necessarily. Although how do you spell cicada? It starts C-I-C-A-D-A. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like it's so much simpler than I would think it would be. Right. Like it sounds really flowery. Okay. Wildflower honey? Yeah. It's yeah. such a nice flowy name for how ugly they are. Oh, and noisy. I kind of like the noise though. It's kind of calming. I like it from a distance. Like if you look in the horizon, you see all the trees. Like I would be okay with it like <laughs> the that. The big swarm. <laughs> <laughs> We were, the one time we were hiking through Gettysburg and it was middle of the summer, cicada year. And once the sun went down, like it was deafening. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> you like sorry, that? Sorry to interrupt. Don't interrupt if you're happy. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I That's meant. spit take almost number three. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Oh, still, still if, possible. If we get still used possible. to this, this is going to be bad. Uh, no. We're going to know how to make each other laugh so hard. Do you still have your Santa hat from last year? We cannot even talk about Christmas until we make sure you have the appropriate attire. Maybe. Also, you I also don't like clutter. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who never cleans his room. I'm not sure how that's... That's not clutter. Those are clothes I haven't used yet or have already used. <laughs> I really like... I do like the hops on this. I had a feeling once he read it, this was going to be a little more up your alley. Yeah, this is definitely a... Uh, I don't know. It's like a balanced IPA almost. I think you definitely prefer ale in style, though, in terms of, like, styles of beer. To an IPA? An IPA or just ale. ale. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. I spelled it out in my head Give afterwards. Yeah, pale oregano. Fill in the blank. <laughs> oregano with O. Whatever. Oregano. <laughs> South Philly. Yeah. My mother said the word pilla, like, 17 times yesterday. I said, spell that for me. <laughs> and she goes, iron. And I was like, spell Aaron? Aaron means like the name? iron. I-R-O-N. Like to iron your coat. Not like Aaron. <laughs> oh, we're from California, so warsh is a, there's an R added in a lot of those words. Is that really or just yeah. your grandma? Why is that a thing? No, my mom started doing it and I've started doing it. Actually, I'm noticing that. You were born in California. My mother says cartoon. Yeah. Cartoon? Like a cartoon, but with a cartoon. C-H. I say coupon. <laughs> it's like cartoon, but it's pronounced cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> It was more descriptive. I appreciate it. <laughs> it made sense to do that. Yeah, yeah. I do. I like to say coupon. I say strawberry. I say Jean. But I also say y'all. No, I say y'all too. You know what happened is I went to Texas once for like four <laughs> days and I was like, y'all, I used to make fun of that word all the time, but it's very efficient. Yeah. <laughs> and when Use you're in guys. Texas, how could you not say it? It Use drives guys. me bonkers because Jason will be like in this very proper situation and he'll just start yelling all over the place and i'm like Sounds now is when you're yelling <laughs> <laughs> yeah vulgar it's 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 informal just how i live my life nice says the guy who owns like 17 pairs of doctors i can look formal while acting doctors, are, doctors aren't exactly formal that's how i throw you off oh that's what it is yeah that's what i'm doing you're just keeping me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just get drunk? What <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, we're laughing at this. Uh, <coughs> Silly sump pump. So yes, yards, I would say well done on your large format beer. On all three beers, really. 
Um, the last one's the best. I would agree. The ales of the revolution. Very. T- what is the ABV on the cicadas? Is it still on the bottle? Excellent question. Eight five. Uh, the Jason, ales. you lush. <laughs> it's good. Really like it. It's nice. Nice. Very pleasant. Out of the three, that it's definitely. I don't my think favorite. I picked up. It's actually a very nice palate cleanser. I don't pick up honey. The first two beers that were a little, uh, a little spicy. Yeah. And I don't like that. It kind of lingers in your mouth. Some beers wash away very cleanly. Those first two did not. I did not like the like the figginess of the second one. Yeah. Hmm. You know, or yeah, you, like you take a fig. Juniper. Oh god. Um, Definitely the juniper. <laughs> Spruce. That was the first beer. I'm talking about figs. Now we're on the second beer. This is bad. You guys gang up on me so hard. Womp womp. Um, but a fig gets so like uh, when you take a bite of it. It's just the inside is like super sweet and like almost thick and it coats your tongue with the natural sweetness of the fig. That's what I, that's what I picked up from the, the triple double. <coughs> Maybe why, because, and it was also like a dried, dark dried fruit. Not going to say a raisin in this case. Maybe, no, it wasn't though. Maybe a fig, maybe a currant, but not mm. a raisin. Currants are very close to raisins. I didn't really get any of that. Okay. Which is normally like, normally I'd be like, raisins. Get it away. Well, that's why you don't like quads. And I have a couple quads waiting for a podcast, and I have to wait until... I could do them. I'll man up. I'd be happy to discourse on them. Perhaps I might even come to like them. Like me and Barley And then we wine? can do the sour episode the week after. <laughs> oh, really can I do that? that? I really want to try that. that I really want to try thinking, sours. I know we don't like the four-person podcast, but it could be worthwhile, because I really want Max to enjoy them. We have to be there. And I think you, if you really <laughs> want, like, if you like the sours... I'm really looking you forward really to it. You don't really drink sours, do you? I really don't, but I like I them every time I try them. I think it's an exploratory podcast for Jason. It's these four large format bottles. They kind of look like wine bottles from Goose Island, who did the Bourbon County uh, Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout. They do Matilda. They do a lot of really nice beers. And I'm still looking for Illinoisi. I have yet to find Illinois. it. Illinoisi. I cannot find it in a uh, bottle. I think especially if we were to do it here, we could also have that couch over here, and we could do just two people sharing a mic, and we could do it that way. Sure. The trouble is more like with the talking over each other. So right. We're all Lots of people. That. There's also four bottles. So I feel like if we're splitting four bottles between four people, I feel like we should drink all of them at once and not do like two podcasts on sours from Goose Island. Uh, but if we're splitting them between four people, it'll be a bit more manageable. Sounds like a holiday podcast to me. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, that sounds fun. Done. I'm going to buy Bell's. The company? No. <laughs> I don't think we that have would the be money a good for that. investment if they were for sale. Oh I would gosh. buy them too if I could afford it. Very good. They have three of the top ten beers in the world on their list. Which ones? I don't remember. Uh, well, Two Hearted and Hop Slam and Expedition Stout. Yes. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't the Expedition Stout. But it was hop, eh, hop slam and, hop and, and uh, too hard for sure. I think they use similar hops for both those beers, which would make sense why it's so good both times. I want to know what this unnamed yeast or hop, hop strain is. So I think they should call it the cicada strain. That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like cicada hops. Yeah, well, it but sounds then you like something that's going to. But it is citrusy. citrusy. That's true. It is, but you, then it gets confusing. Why? There's sea hops and then ci hops. Right? Because don't they go sea hops and then whatever? I thought the first initial the first initial says what it is. So, so like sea c- hops is citrus hops. Right, but cicada, this is a, ci- this is a citrus hop. 
if you're going to name it cicada hop, cicada it's still C. starts with a C. So you'd have two different C hops. There's there's like twelve C hops. Yeah. Oh, really? Cascade, Cascade, Centennial, Citrus, Centennial, Citra. Uh, you guys are so smart. <laughs> beer. You're drunk. I just drink the beer. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so I was shopping for a beer dinner with a friend of mine the other day, and we needed. What about Calabunga hops? It's not quite as classy as cicada, but it's not. But I want to. It would be very that. Californian. Also, this isn't 1990s, and we're not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Whoa! But we could be if we got one more. Well, we're gonna next week have the salad. <laughs> yeah, cousin person. Max can be Donatello can I be or Leonardo? whatever. The TMNT. I always wanted to be Donatello, the scientist with the bow. I want to be Leonardo because I like swords. So here's the problem. One of you my like what? Swords. Oh, swords. Also, I don't know how he fought with two katanas. Crazy. Not really supposed to. Difficult. Yeah. One of my friends put a Facebook status up the other day that was a quote from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and had something to do with never paying for late pizza. Yep. It's the first movie. It was two days before we ordered takeout pizza and the man showed up with the pizza box on its side. Like he got yeah. out of his car and he was carrying it like a purse. <laughs> so as I was driving up here, I was like, I was looking around, and I was like, is there anywhere good to eat around here? Yes, that so should fun. be our. Mission. Well, so that was that was back in D.C. though. No, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, five minutes away, there is a butcher that has some not to like bring home food. And I'm cook. not done. In the front of the butcher shop, they are cooking like filet mignon sandwiches. And is there any good place to like sit down, get good food and alcohol? Chili's. Yeah, Chili's. Good place. <laughs> We yeah, chilies. chilies. I like oh. chilies. You know I what? Corona Rita. Corona Rita. Guess what you're getting for Christmas, man? Corona Rita. Why do I? A one month supply. <laughs> it's only got to be one. It'll drink one. <laughs> one month. <laughs> yeah, a Corona Rita drip. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, when we were moving in, the woman who lived here said that a couple of miles that way on 10. No, a couple miles means like. In country. Or in like. 15. In country terms, that makes it... I'll drive up to 20 miles. How about... Nah. No, you won't. I'll drive up to 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Even that, though. I can get to Bluefin in 20 minutes. No, you can't. Sure I can. No, you can't. No, you can't. No? No. no. From your place? 28. No. 28 is different. That's closer to 30. Meh. Either way, she said there's this great place that they always went to, and she was so excitedly telling me about it, and then she gets to, it's Italian, and I'm like, that's worthless to me. Yeah. Jason will never eat Italian food. That long they for were What about excited, takeout places? That should be our mission for, like... So we have a Chinese place that we already like. And you like it. Sushi? Yeah, it's pretty it's decent. Uh, we have not some found sushi. sushi but I wouldn't. It's, I, yeah, it's not. Would not. Fair enough. I would not. You don't really want country that. sushi. We've got to find a place. Uh, no, I... Yeah. But you, I liked your place in Virginia, I gotta say. Yeah, it was Matsu good. was good. Oh, yeah. Place. Yeah. Really good. That was like, that was a nice time. We did that two or three different times. And I was only down there like maybe eight. So. So we, yeah. I think, have we all agreed that Cicada was our favorite? I yes, we have. definitely. And say so that for sure. And I'm going to follow mine up with the, with the spruce, the yard spruce. I think I'm going to go with the Trouble. Yeah, I had a feeling. You, you may have that one. You want to take I that bottle that for the road, or I'm yeah, you did. A, you refilled your Trouble, didn't you? And still caught up. Yeah, of course. Hey, you're a champion that way. Champion. So let's see, who's the little tomato now on the yards? Even with uh, <laughs> the professor catching up and me drinking normal, it's the beer mistress. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just go ahead and fill the listeners <laughs> in like, on that. Let me just. 
remove all mystery. So uh, if you listened to last year's holiday podcast. It was a mess. It was so much <laughs> fun. It was a mess. Um, it was a Mad Elf podcast. It was a, it's going to be a double because it's probably going to be our last podcast of the year because with the holidays and everything else going on, it's really hard for us to, to get them out regularly and still see our families and everything else. Um, so if you would like to submit any trivia, any questions, they don't even have to be beer related. I'm going to say this time you just want to, you know. Oh, if you want a question for any one of the four of us. Yes. Pick, you know, Cousin Max's brain about label art or graffiti. I don't care. Like, it doesn't have to be beer related. Go right ahead. How did you pull graffiti out? I was trying don't to know think about of something that, that was appropriate, yeah. but maybe also artwork. You know, I mean. So graffiti is appropriate to you. <laughs> of all the words in the English language. Graffiti is a word. It is, and but why did you go for that one? Because I was thinking about Russians and condoms, and I was like, can't say that. <laughs> what? Wow, because Russians never use condoms. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> what? Nope, I think we're out of time. <laughs> we're at 56 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yes, we did. We See, were. I'm not as crazy as you thought. Right, you well, you need to explain it, though. You need the backstory, because right. otherwise so it's we crazy. We were reading it's a Cracked a article. article about... Cracked is a great website, by the way. I they do a lot Cracked. of top... Cracked and BuzzFeed. They yes. Do, yes, both. They do a lot of top whatever, you know, top yeah, 10, top lists, 15 lists like or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll but read them forever. They're smart and funny at the same time, right. and that's what Cracked I really Cracked is appreciate. more for written. BuzzFeed is more for here's a picture and a GIF of whatever. So it was like the top six ideas that people have submitted in wartime to, you know, like, take down... Regimes. Right, right. And one of them like the Polish was... the screen door. During the Cold War... <laughs> during the Cold War, we were putting she up... Had no, she didn't get it. Nope. Not at all. I the Polish submarine was a screen door? Mm, you still don't get it? That probably doesn't work. Submarine, yes, yeah. that's the joke. Exactly. Oh, that's the that's joke? how you take down the... Okay, that was it's easy. A bad joke. It was All a right. racist joke. Okay. Well, in that case, gotcha. All right. So during <laughs> during the Cold War, Shannon's German. We, so yeah. uh. <laughs> so we would stand, you know, in West Germany, and um, at the border, we would put up weather balloons and try to send them over into Russia to, you know, pick up Shoot. information or drop propaganda or whatever. Blow strongly. Yeah. <laughs> Go that so, way. This one government guy got uh, this idea while working on the um, weather balloon thing that the best thing they could do to the Russians was convince them that all Americans were well endowed. And the way they male. were going to do all this. All male Americans were okay, well endowed. Okay, touche. All male Women Americans. Women well endowed as well. <laughs> it's true. That's true. It's true. But, but, they not may, in, but, not but in this how the story that. is going, you not, want it to yeah. be all guys. Yeah. So his theory was if you take boxes of condoms that are actually like extra large and magnum and all that and label them like small or medium and put them in the weather balloons and send them over that when the Russians get these condoms and they open the them citizens, up. So the citizens open right. it up. Yes. And right, yeah. You know, the, those in the Russian countryside, the women would become discontent thinking that all of the American men were better in Because they go over with lots of stuff like food aid oh, and all sorts of stuff like can that. Can I just say like, there's like the craziest like spy stories and stuff where they're like, yeah, let's, let's come up with this crazy idea. And somebody somewhere was like, yeah, that's an idea <laughs> worth pursuing, I think. 
Well, this one didn't happen, I don't think. No, I think they got to the late stage. Good idea. Yeah. We're going to make those. We're going to package all of this. We're going to send them up in balloons, and we're all going to blow at the same time so it gets there. <laughs> but if cracked... It's like the bat bomb idea, too. Did you? I've read you that one, too, right? From Cracked? Same thing? The bat yeah. bomb, where they, so take, they, they like tie, the like, phosphorus. incendiary devices yeah. to the bats and they freeze and the over. bats to get them over to Japan. This was also during World War II. You know, they freeze the bats to get them over because otherwise they'd be all like finicky and lively and all of that. I wish you could see the hand motion <laughs> the beer mistress just this did. This is a finicky it, hand it's motion. It's very feral. It was. It was very much like a cat scratching at a door. <laughs> so then they get them over to Japan. A mentally handicapped cat. And they thaw them no. out and let them loose. And, you know, bats are, they like dark places and, you know, like moist. They like fly in like all the caves. And the, but they hang out. No, you have to remember that in 1945, Japan was very much like thatched roofs and the wooden right. buildings. Well, I was thinking more like Iwo Jima and stuff. So they like would fly under there and they would just roost anywhere. And they said, like, they did so much research to make this happen. And they decided not to because when they tested it somewhere in New Mexico, because that's all we do is test things in New Mexico, we don't well, live there like or anything. Going on there. Um, it was too haphazard. Like they would just roost anywhere, and there was just fires that would just break out without cause. Was oh, that a bad thing in war? Well, I well, guess that's what they were going for. That's yeah. what they were trying to do. The entire countryside is aflame. So Go deal someone with that. decided also that we're shooting at it you. was not good to just <laughs> indiscriminately light Japan on fire. Uh, but then they napalmed them. Yeah, not sure. <laughs> anyway. So that was completely random and not be related. But that's our version of history. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. So thank you for episode 62. What about the other thing that we were originally talking about? Which was? The bat bomb. Not the bat bomb. before the bat bomb. Russians? Condoms? Russians and condoms. Okay, so I think you've mostly finished it. Does that make sense? So they did not end up dropping those things, but the women did not get... It was, it was supposed to be twofold, to get the women upset and discontent, but then to get the men to question themselves and what if I went right. to the West, could I get, you know... Well, and also, like, this guy with a big penis is probably way more adept at killing than I am. Well, Boom. so that was my original thought, is he'd be like, hey, can I, have your, uh, can I have your drop that you got this afternoon? And then they'd all be envious of that guy. <laughs> so one guy in Russia is really excited because he got a whole bunch of free condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the women were lining up to help him use them. I didn't take it there. You took it there. Uh, and I think we should abort right now. Uh. All right. So I am on Twitter at Beer Mistress. At Dashing underscore Rogue. Always at Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. And we are, you can always check out our menus and pairing ideas and beer reviews at DashingRogue.com. Now is your chance. You have about eight days to send in your questions holiday trivia, etc. for our holiday podcast. We're only really promising you one more before the end of the year. Sorry. But that's our reality right now. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Sure. Can we do a fire next time, too? Man, I want a spit take. I want to get a spit take in so bad. You have eight days to plan one. Okay. All right. Thank you Challenge so accepted. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Until next time.